Omaha, Nebraska. I, uh, I always drink tea before and after. I was stood in the back of the room watching some other bands and some girl walked up to me, smiled, did like a curtsy almost, and then <laughs> grabbed my cup from me, took a giant sip, <laughs> smiled, gave it back, and then walked over and like <laughs> held onto her boyfriend's hand. And I had never spoken to her. I don't know this girl. I still to this day don't know her. I had to dump the tea and like go sit in the bus. Welcome back, Bannock folks. You're listening to another episode of Bannockdotes, the podcast that holds it down for the underground sound here in Ontario, Canada. That's right. We bring people from the music community, such as photographers, uh, musicians, promoters, anyone who's got some sort of wild story to tell within the music community. Uh, bring them on the show and have them tell their crazy story. We also feature all sorts of cool music throughout the podcast episode, uh, prominently from Ontario, uh, normally from the band or uh, you know from the who, musician who's on, but sometimes I have guests who are photographers who aren't in bands or whatnot, and uh, some, some I just play some of their favorite music and whatnot. Um, we also do these throwback Thursday episodes, uh, in the middle of the month where I dig up old school demos and from defunct bands that are from Ontario, Canada, you know, bring out the nostalgia and all of us remember all those old school sweaty shows from way back in the day. Uh, yeah, I try to relive that moment with, uh, playing some of these old bands. So if you've got something that never made it to YouTube or, uh, you know, Spotify or Apple music, anything of that, it's just sitting in a folder on your computer somewhere, or you got a CD that you send it my way. Uh, you know, I'd like, if you got any physicals, I'd like to just rip it. I'm not trying to, you know, take anything from you, but I'd like to borrow some stuff and just play it on the show. If you've got media copies, definitely send it my way anecdotes at gmail.com uh we also do these new music of the month episodes every last friday of the month where i gather all the new tunes that have come out of ontario that month uh so if you've got a new single coming out this month or the following month send it my way well i'd love to feature it on the show that's how that's how we build it here also, if you're in a band and you got a gig coming up, uh, shoot the flyer my way. I'd love to feature it. That's that's what we're all about here. It's a support system. I, I definitely can't uh, catch every show that's happening, but uh, with your help, uh, I'd love to promote it on the show. And speaking of shows, we got plenty of shows coming up. Shows, 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 baby. On December 16th, so that's tomorrow, our pals Kothra are playing in Ottawa. So if you want to go support our pal Davis, make sure you go out there. Uh, and they're also playing in Sherbrooke the following day, December 17th. December 18th, Saturday, they're playing in Montreal. And then on the 19th, they're ending back here in Hamilton. So make sure you go support that band. That band kicks ass. Also happening on Saturday, December 18th in Toronto at the Hard Luck Bar, we got our pals Duskwalker playing with Slayer, spelled with like... S-E-I-G-H-E like like the sleigh bells Slayer not the actual Slayer uh, <laughs> and on January 1st Banecdotes presents Wildside Millspect My Band Hellbent Reality Denied and Die Alone 
at Warehouse here in St. Catharines. Make sure you go pick up your online tickets. You can grab them at WarehouseNiagara.com. That's going to be a killer time. And then the following day, Banecdotes presents Millspect with my band Hellbent again. We got a different approach. Mile End and Scabs Off. And that's happening at the Doors Pub uh, in Hamilton. That's going to be a great time. That's January 2nd. Uh, But January 1st in the Windsor, Detroit area, actually specifically Windsor, uh, our pal Tyson's throwing a show. Uh, He's got, we got Strange Limbs. Our pals in Trauma Model are playing. Our good folks in Rust and Plague. It's such a stacked lineup. So if you're from that Detroit area, Windsor area definitely go go out and support uh you know he hasn't been putting on uh, I think this is the first show back so like let's let's see that support uh come out teeth are doing a run of shows at the beginning of next year uh January 5th they're playing the doors in Hamilton uh January 6th they're playing sneaky D's uh in Toronto with our pals in Lillam that's gonna be a killer time January 7th, they're playing the Dominion Tavern in Ottawa. January 8th, they're playing in Montreal. And January 9th, they're ending in Rum Runners in London. So go support that band. They're a killer band. They're coming up. Uh, They got lots of cool tunes. Uh, January 14th in Brampton, Spot One Grill. We got Year of the Knife. Soulless Music Promotions are putting that on. Our pal Kyle. Uh, Yeah, Cold Shoulders playing that, which is who our guest is today. We'll get into that later, but come on. Cold Shoulders playing that. We got Friction, Cohesion, and Real World are opening that. Uh, We also got the class of 2022 coming up January 21st in Toronto at the Monarch Tavern. That's with Dear God, Do Flame, Real World, and Mile End. That's going to be a killer time. Protest the Hero is hitting London March 5th, so make sure you pick up your tickets for that. The Wonder Years uh, with Spanish Love Songs. They're also playing London uh, March 18th at Rum Runners. Uh, Laura Jane Grace of Against Me is hitting up London as well, March 13th. And uh, we got Hot Water Music all the way in April 10th of next year at the London Music Hall. So make sure you go pick up your tickets for that. That's going to be a hell of a time. All right, let's get into my guest today. We've got Mike Parsram, the vocalist of Cold Shoulder. He also does vocals for a band called Heartless and a new band that hasn't come out yet called Wish You Death. Yeah, no, we had a great conversation together. Uh, Yeah, we shot the shit pretty well. We talked about Johnny Truant, uh, you know, how to do vocals properly and, you know, how to pack uh, snacks for tour just before you're leaving. And uh, uh, he also let me know that he would not let Metallica walk his dog. (laughs) I'm not going to spoil it all for you, though. We're going to jump into it, but we're going to play a cold shoulder song to get started. This is one of my favorite songs by the them. This is Brain Dead here on Banecdotes. Everything 
afternoon mike good to see you well, i think the last time i saw you was the was the kill room that the show that got cut shut down yeah <laughs> good seeing you uh yeah it got shut down pretty much the second i got there actually <laughs> i saw the bylaw officers walking up as soon as uh we pulled in and uh it was with darren brown and i uh from powerbomb and uh yeah we walked in and everybody was like oh no it's done <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're walking up and you see the guys in the bylaw officer uniforms. You're like, those guys aren't down to mosh. No, that <laughs> never means good things are happening. <laughs> <laughs> no. How's your day been so far? It's been good, man. I uh, got to sleep in for once because no work today. Um, and yeah, just sore. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday, I had a show yesterday. First in however many years uh for for cold shoulder so it was, it's it's good to sleep in yeah i know <laughs> it was eh? a long day yesterday. <laughs> sleeping in is a big w for sure yeah yeah uh so by now i've let the listeners know what you do but tell us in your words what you do for the music community music community i think well like, I don't know if I do very much. I just like I play in bands. I have three on the go and a fourth in the making. Uh, I do vocals and I attend shows. Um, beyond that, I share as much as I can the local music uh, via social media and uh, like any friends, not just local music. I mean, there are a lot of friends I've met through throughout you north america um and i try to share as much as i can um beyond that i don't think i'm a very good example of someone that's good for the music well i i I, know i I disagree i mean like playing in the bands is definitely helping the like the music community perform uh like propel itself forward what bands do you all what other bands do you all play in so i'm still so my first band i'm still in Although we don't do very much and we're slow. We put out a record last year called Heartless. Um, And then I have Cold Shoulder, which is painfully active. Uh, (laughs) Well, not in the last little while, but (laughs) uh, we were very busy before the pandemic. And then things slowed down, obviously, for everybody. Um, And then I have another band, which is a straight edge vegan band called uh, Street Justice. We're working on trying to work on some new music. Uh, for that and then I have a fourth band in the works right now with some friends out in Massachusetts called uh, Wish You Death and uh, that's hopefully coming soon it's all finished recording and 
just got to get artwork for it. So four bands, I do vocals for all. And yeah, that's it. Wow. Wow. Spending lots of plates. Yeah. I want to be as active as I can. Um, this is a lot of fun for me and uh, cathartic. And I don't know. It's just cool. Nothing feels better than playing music. Yeah. As corny as that sounds. <laughs> so Cold Shoulder, did you uh, record the new record over the last year? No, that was recorded, God, in November, either November or December of last year. And we kind of had to sit on it um, because of scheduling conflicts with vinyl and the labels releases and, you know, things happen. I mean, it was the pandemic, so we ended up having to sit on it for a whole year and Things didn't end up working out, so we had to jump ship to another label. And so, oh yeah, that's pretty much. So it's it's like a year old year old music. I'm sick to death of these songs, but now they're coming out. Uh, well, we only have one out, but the rest are coming out hopefully by the end of the year or early next year. So, do we have a do you, do you have a date for the new record? Like when it's supposed to? I wish we're <laughs> pretty much. So the second. The second the vinyl is shipped to us, we're pretty much putting it out digitally. Mm-hmm. And like, we're not going to hold back at any point and, and like do anything crazy. Um, yeah. So, no, the yeah, short answer is no, <laughs> because we don't even know when it'll be available to us to like have on hand records to give to people and things like that. But it's, it's soon. We keep getting notifications that it's, it's in transit. Uh, just having the physicals is all we're waiting for, and they're on the way. Right on. That's Primal Fury. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The, the record's called Primal Fury, 10 songs. Um, yeah. Sick. Uh, so who did you record the record with? With a uh, good friend, Davis Maxwell. Oh, really? In Fort Erie. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sure you know him. He's like right, right oh, yeah. next door to you. Uh, he's normally <laughs> like when we do the in-person uh, uh, podcast, he's normally actually literally in the next room beside me. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most oh, of the that's time. Sick. <laughs> yeah. So uh, oh, he just recently moved there, right? He just moved out to uh, Dundas. Yeah. Uh, with our buddy Nick okay. in Hellbent. Uh, and yeah, they, they run right. the uh, schoolhouse. You've been to schoolhouse, yeah? I have, I have. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I yeah. Street Justice was recorded there, I think. That's right. That's right. I I believe, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, do you have like big touring plans for the next year with Gold Shoulder? Not so much touring plans. We're gonna have to cut down on uh, touring the way we used to. Uh, Adam, our drummer, had a couple of kids, as you do. And uh, he's going to, I think it'll be like a little while before we tour tour. But as for fests and like short runs, uh, yeah, we got plans for, definitely got plans for that. We're not going to let this band get stagnant or or tired or like uh, old without playing shows. Do you guys still have the big Airbus you tour in? Yeah, we do. It's a decommissioned um old folks home shuttle bus which is the only reason i think we haven't been robbed yet is because <laughs> we pull up in a bus that has the uh sign for it still i think it's i can't remember the name of it some 
<laughs> some like classic name like shady acres <laughs> retirement or something and uh yeah no trailer or nothing everything fits in the bus so we uh don't even have to worry about that kind of thing and do you have the bus laid out so that you like crash in it every night yeah so um the middle and the back is where we have gear and then off to one side uh in the middle is just like hardware shelving which we've uh repurposed as as like bunk beds nice and uh yeah and then we have a bench a bench in the back as well uh for extra gear during the day but then it it becomes jeff's bed during the night <laughs> nice <laughs> uh yeah. so cold shoulder's been a band for the same amount of time that sinner's been a band i believe and we've paid countless really of- yeah i believe it's 2013 Oh, no, no, no. We got started in 2016, I think. Really? For some reason, I thought yeah. you guys uh, were around for as long as we were. No, I was still doing my undergrad degree in 2013, for sure. <laughs> oh, true. That was well, like, that's when Heartless was like going on hiatus and we were doing our own thing. And then Cold Shoulder didn't start until about 2016. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, Cold Shoulder is definitely one of the like bands around here that's definitely like like stood the test of time that's been around for quite a while dude thank you yeah i appreciate that i i hope to remain relevant and fresh and i mean as anyone in a band would yeah yeah uh, so like uh we've played countless amount of shows together uh but where's the far- yeah where's the farthest you've ever uh, toured with cold shoulder we went down to texas i don't know which one's technically f- further we've been to florida been to texas and we've been to california denver how are the shows yeah. up there um denver's crazy cool we've made a lot of friends there um the altitude is is is, is no joke it feels like i'm having an asthma attack out there really every time yeah it's 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 a weird thing because you you'll be there and you feel fine and then the moment you start doing any kind of strenuous like running around or anything like that it feels like there's not enough air on the planet or maybe yeah like the whole band has felt that way so it's not just my fat ass it's like literally <laughs> all of us just feeling gassed wow. i don't know they're built different out there they got that blood doping <laughs> thing so when they leave denver man they put on good shows <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious california's california's sick florida was sick uh texas Texas and Oklahoma, man, they they mosh different there. They don't give a shit that they don't have health care. <laughs> um, so the shows are sick. <laughs> like they just give up their bodies to the music, man. It's it's really cool. Wow. Um, so yeah, like you've touched on it a, br- a bit. So you played in uh, a band called Heartless, and you, was that your first band? Yeah, well, we were called <laughs> something cringy before uh we mostly went by osas before and it was just like kind of like the music was okay but i was a terrible lyricist so i'll always hate it because of that but the musically i think what they did was great and then i was tacked on as a vocalist and uh yeah that's that's what we, that was the first band it became heartless i think the year after i joined or maybe two years after i joined yeah oh. that was the first band so is is that what got you into hardcore growing up Playing in, in Heartless definitely did because uh, growing up in the or coming up in the Durham region, uh, being in like a 
like melodic metalcore, melodic hardcore ish band, you're going to play with a lot of hardcore bands. Mm -hmm. And that was my exposure at the time to, to hardcore. Yeah, definitely. Because I didn't grow up listening to hardcore. Really. I had like some exposure through mostly metalcore bands, but Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. Uh, So like, what were some of the metalcore bands that you were listening to that eventually led you to listen to hardcore? Nobody. Uh, I don't know if we have time. (laughs) Uh, Definitely bands like bleeding through um, (sighs) poison. The well, Um, the Acacia strain, because Vincent used to talk about hardcore bands a lot. Mm -hmm. He uh, definitely plugged them all the time. And I would constantly check them out because uh i strangely idolized that dude um and uh so that's how i found out about bands like crowbar and oh and and like and that led me further down to like hardcore and newer stuff and um a lot of it i'll be honest i didn't get into but i understood and then i stumbled upon like hate breed and things like that and things started to make sense and i started seeing more and more bands i think for me i have to see a band first to really get their music if they're outside of what I'm comfortable listening to. And then I'm like, Oh shit, I get this. And then I can listen to them mm-hmm. um, on my own sort of thing. But yeah, it was mostly bands like that. And uh, definitely Vincent's plugging of other bands uh, was a huge thing. I remember and uh, definitely bleeding through when they would come to town and talk and bring other bands and things like Throwdown and things like that. Do you have a distinct memory of how you started getting into like heavier music? Um, yeah, I think so. My first, my first exposure, I think to heavier music, I was listening to a lot of Our Lady Peace on much music. I was obsessed with Our Lady Peace. And, cool. Um, and then I, I think much loud came on and <laughs> bands like um God, i can't even remember it was like like alexis on fire and uh it was like alexis on fire and then like bands like lincoln park and things like that and then it it it, it uh it furthered it deeper um i went further and further i remember listening to seven dust and really liking seven dust and then um i came upon poison the well and the chariot um and things got like progressively heavier and heavier and heavier and Norma Jean and things like that. And yeah, I don't remember. So to answer your question, no, I don't think I remember exactly. I remember sitting on my living room floor at my mom's place and watching the music video for automatic flash. And my mom's like, this is music for crazy people. And she was, she's always been supportive but it was just like her first exposure to like something that was different. They're not exactly heavy, but um, yeah. And then I was like, Oh, okay. I guess this is different. And then I started going further and further and further and it got crazier and crazier. That's insane. Uh, so what have, uh, what are your, some of your favorite Ontario bands that's in the last couple of years ago uh, or so what's got uh, caught your attention? Oh, dude, there's so many uh, mourn. Exalt. Yeah. Uh, power bomb for sure so much fun so much energy uh do they have to still be around uh no if if there's some old bands yeah give them a shout out 
Dude, uh, I don't think they were actually from Ontario, but uh, the gorgeous. Yeah. And I think they were from Montreal, so I'm bullshitting here. But uh, yeah. Uh, God, Rust is still is killing it right now. Mm-hmm. Deadly Game. Deadly Game is unbelievable. Yeah, super that cool. Dan, what's his last name? Siku? Yeah, is that how yeah. you say his last name? <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. He's also in Cohesion. Cohesion, which is crazy. He plays bass for them, and uh, they're crazy. Uh, oh, there's so many in the name, man. I'm going to feel like a jackass <laughs> for missing out on... Um, there's all of London. Spot here. London's got all, all London, those... Dude, yeah. Falsifier. Yeah. I have... I have a deep love for Deathcore and <laughs> Falsifier and Aiden and what they do. Um, the new band, is it Losing Sight? Yeah, With Losing Sight. Jameson. They're really good. That came out of nowhere. That's yeah. like some really good shit. I actually listened to your uh, to your episode with Jameson and that was really cool. Yeah. Dude, He's such a good dude. Yeah. Super rad guy. And then they got they got that show coming up. Uh, I probably won't be able to make it because it's a Sunday, but it's like Falsifier, Losing Sight, Jock, and Underlier. It's like all of the like London bands I you know. need. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god! And yeah, Jock, Jock, they're great people. Um, yeah, no, I want to go to that too, but it's a Sunday, and I usually get up at four thirty on Mondays, so yeah. that might be an issue. <laughs> I felt really bad because I was talking to some of them that are from out there uh, and they're like, are you going to come to the show and stuff? I'm like, maybe because I really <laughs> like to make it work, but I don't know that I will. Yeah. Su- Sunday shows are tough, right? Yeah, I know. So do you have a dog at home? Is that right? Yeah, man. Little Zeus. He's, he's, he's over there. He's a, He's a uh, Australian cattle dog mix. He's mixed with some. It looks literally like he's half Australian cattle dog, half could be Rottweiler, could be part pity. But uh, <laughs> uh, we rescued him and we're not sure the other half because I think there's like the pit bull band and stuff like that. Some of him is definitely like built out like a pit bull, but I think it might be Roddy. Um, but yeah. What's his name? My sweetie, my little son, Zeus. Zeus. Yeah, yeah. Shout outs to Zeus. Right on. Shout outs to Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, before we get into some anecdotes, let's talk Toys for Tots. Last night you Toys played your tots. third annual Toys for Tots, which is a yeah, charity bye. drive that you and your band put together around Christmas time where you donate a new unwrapped toy to go see hardcore bands. It's a show that blends mm-hmm. the gift of giving with the gift of receiving a spin kick to the face. <laughs> yes sir and there were no shortage of those last night yeah i apologize i couldn't make it out last night i had full intentions then i had some work come up i was doing some lights for a rad band called mice and the hurricane but i still oh, have yeah. a lego set that i bought and i'm gonna find a way to <laughs> give it to you uh so how was yeah. last night last night was awesome uh way better than could be expected i thought there would be a bit of a I don't want to call it a learning curve, but like um, a slow, like I thought it would be slow getting back into shows and stuff. And this being our first show back from the pandemic, I thought it was, I don't know. I'm, I kind of have zero faith in myself and, and, and things that I do. So I always expect the worst, but no, man, that room filled up. 
people were dancing all night. Uh, saw a lot of people get get punched and kicked, but people were gracious enough to make sure everybody was okay and mm-hmm. people fell and things like that. It was a lot of fun. We had uh, we had cohesion. Uh, we had end uh, end game from out in Calgary. Uh, we had final declaration from Buffalo and Rochester. Uh, we had Dear God from Brampton and uh, Enemy of God from from Detroit area had to cancel last minute, I think, because of some border issues. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was it was a good five. I think that was all five fans. Uh, yeah. And it was it was unreal, like the best we've had. The did, best we've had. Best did, year we've had. Did Scope Disclosure uh, film it? Oh yeah, I'm an idiot. Uh, yeah, so Spencer from Scoped is is in in, in Endgame, and uh, he came out and he filmed with the help of like Omar Luden and uh, things like that. Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah, shout yeah. Shout out yeah. to I Omar. Shout out to Omar. The dude's doing it big. Um, yeah, so all the sets were filmed. They'll be up and uh, viewable very soon. He already had like a clip from their set. Um, where he like kicked down a mic stand and stuff. So <laughs> shit looks good already. And so, uh, I, yeah, that should be very exciting. We try to bring someone out to film every year. And uh, yeah, this year was them. And uh, yeah, it, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but did somebody bring in nunchucks one year to the, into the pit? Yep, they uh, <laughs> absolutely did. I think that was the year, the year we... Uh, had eight five six sunny uh filming and we had like sedition and stuff like that and morn play uh i, I honestly i don't want to give credit to the wrong person but yeah somebody brought in nunchucks threw <laughs> it into the crowd and uh shit got a little wild which, uh, <laughs> which is always good it's a good thing nobody got too too hurt uh with the nunchucks but nunchucks but uh yeah, it was it was sick. It was like a really good time. It's been a good time every year, man. I don't know how we keep doing this because uh, growing up playing shows in Toronto is like kind of hit or miss some of the time. So it's always a gamble when you book your own show that there's something else going on in the city because the city's so big. Mm-hmm. And uh, you could you could have a flop show, and we've been lucky that uh, we keep having really 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 good shows for Toys for Tots, which is important. Well, I think it's such a uh, like an important show, right? Like it's not only just like you're going to go see hardcore. It definitely has like such a good, meaningful reason to throw and have the show in the first place. The whole toys for tots. I love that idea. That's such a good idea that you guys do. And that's exactly it. I don't care if we play a regular show and nobody comes like I'll play to 10 people. I'll play to five people, three people. I don't care about that. It's the fact that we're doing something a little extra. We're trying to make this a thing um maybe go as far as make it a fest uh in the near future we're getting like uh sponsors endorsement like yesterday was sponsored by uh jimmy guacos like a a burrito joint and we had maker pizza oh nice shout out to them um they uh they got pizzas for all the bands i think they dropped off like 15 pizzas there was vegan options too um so shout out to them and like scoped came like it was just like it's getting bigger and better every year and it feels better every year. So I think this is this is what's important to us. I don't care if we go to a show 
and uh, nobody comes to that, that's fine. But this is important. Yeah. Yeah. If you had any option of any band, we'll say that's not around anymore or current to play Toys for Tots, who would it be? <laughs> the the rest of the guys probably wouldn't agree, but I would bring back uh, um, uh, Textbook Tragedy. Nice. And The Gorgeous and A Cypher Sewn Eyes and Structures. Um, I think that would be a really good, really, really, really good set of bands to play yeah i don't know yeah. if you've ever heard of a, uh, a band called johnny truman as well i Fuck really yeah. love that yeah okay yeah i bring them back I, every time they crossed the pond from the uk i went and saw them and i think i saw them 10 times and i had a new shirt for every time i saw them but they're all like size medium so i can't wear them anymore <laughs> <laughs> they, they had the one shirt and it had a switchblade on it and it says we'll cut your fucking jacobs off and I have that. I yeah. still have that at my mom's house. <laughs> so, so, uh, and you know what? Um, I, I remember someone wearing that around somebody who was actually British. And the joke behind that is that there's like, um, there's these like peanuts in uh, England called Jacobs. And like, <laughs> oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I knew it just like, I, I figured Jacobs meant nuts. Yeah. Like testicles, but. I'm also sorry. I sound like a like a muppet right now. Uh, I don't know how to do vocals properly sometimes, <laughs> and so I blew my voice out completely yesterday. <laughs> oh so wow! If, if I sound a little weird, uh, it's because of that. <laughs> I think you sound fine. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. 
All right, let's get into some anecdotes. Tell me some of the wildest stories you have from being in a band, whether it's on the road or in the studio or anything in between. Oh, God. Um, I'm not a partier, so when those guys go out and party and have their crazy moments, I, I'm usually asleep with a box of donuts <laughs> or a pizza or something. Um, but I have had things like uh, I did have a guy in Denver come up to me and ask me if I was – a uh, feathers Indian or a dot Indian. And he oh, had, uh, yeah, <laughs> he, um, he, he did hand signals for both. Like <laughs> he did fingers up in his air, like a Turkey uh, for feathers. And he did, he put his thumb in the middle of his forehead for the dot. Jesus. And I had to be like, uh, neither you fucking moron. Uh, <laughs> I'm South American. I'm Guyanese. And I was actually born in Canada. Yeah. So that was funny. Um, there's always shit like weird shit seems to follow me around. Like one time everybody was at a gas station and doing their own thing separately. And I was still in the bus and I got out of the bus and God, some lady was trying to peel out on her motorcycle. It was like one of those easy rider, like the, with the huge handle ones and uh she just tipped over and fell super slow but hurt herself really bad oh no and then after that happened like a bunch of dudes ran over to help her and then some other guy somebody in a car backed up and peeled out as well this was in the states somewhere i can't remember but peeled out and the whole bumper fucking fell off of their car like right near them and there was all this chaos everywhere. And I'm just stood there in my sock feet holding a cup of tea. And I just went back and sat in the bus until somebody else came because I didn't want to be alone. Um, <laughs> that was pretty weird. Uh, Omaha, Nebraska. I, uh, I always drink tea before and after because so I know how to do vocals. I, I, I swear to you, I do uh, sustainably <laughs> and properly. But the dude, the moment someone moshes or the moment I see someone enjoying themselves, I'm like, it's it I, all technique goes out the window. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to give that kid's given for me. I'm given for him. Mm-hmm. And then I blow my voice out. And so I try to drink tea and have like Fisherman's Friend and stuff. And one time after our show in Omaha, I was stood in the back of the room watching some other bands and some girl walked up to me smiled did like a curtsy almost and then grabbed my cup from me took a giant sip (laughs) smiled gave it back and then walked over and like (laughs) held on to her boyfriend's hand and i had never spoken to her i don't know this girl i still to this day don't know her i had to dump the tea and like go sit in the bus i don't know it's just like the weirdest shit happens sometimes (laughs) the weirdest (laughs) always happens there was this one time um cold shoulder and center played uh a show in Belleville called the festival. Okay. Of Hope. Yes. I remember those. I miss those. <laughs> and there was one time uh, Adam sitting at the merch table and I'm sitting at the center table. We're right next to each other. There was like a little room where merch was in that. Uh, I think it was just like a community center. Yeah, um, right. And then <laughs> this one guy comes up, he comes up to Adam and he's like, Man, I'm so glad you guys come here. Like nobody, nobody comes through here. It fucking sucks. And like Adam was just like, yeah, no, like we're down to play whatever. And he's like, like no, like it fucking sucks. Like all I do is go to work and masturbate. 
He's Adam's like, oh, um, that's uh... <laughs> Adam's kind of going like, uh, okay. And then he's like, yeah, all right, we'll see you later. And then he comes over to my booth. Uh, he buys like a t-shirt and he's like, do you want my student card? And I'm like, why? And he's like, oh, just something like you'll remember by. And I'm like, Yes. So we still have that student card in no our way. Like, merch box. Yeah. I can't That's remember so his weird. name, but shout outs to that guy. <laughs> what a little weirdo. <laughs> I vividly remember that conversation. And actually, every time that I see Adam, I'm like, you remember that time that we were in Belleville? And he's like, I never forget that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. Oh, man, I got another story. I might just like keep going until like if I remember oh, more. Just hey, keep yeah. going. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, so I used to do this thing a lot where I would punch myself in the face during our set. Uh, I don't advise to doing that because we were <laughs> in the middle of like a two to three week tour and I knocked my jaw like out of place. So it was giving me migraines and it was painful every day. Oh boy! And we finally, I think it was the first time we played Oklahoma. It was Tulsa, Oklahoma at, at I think it's called the Vanguard. Um, I don't know if it changed its name now. A lot has changed uh, over the pandemic, man. And uh, anyway, so my jaw is fucking killing me. And there's this dude, like Mosh King Pit Boss. His name's Skyler. He's in a band called Cell. He's in uh, Omen. And uh, they're sick. Like all his bands are sick. He's one of my favorite vocalists I've ever run into. But before I knew him, he was pitting super hard. Like he has free healthcare and infinite lives. And <laughs> this guy was given from one wall to the next across the pit. And he just collided with me and punched me as hard as uh, like uh, all the momentum in his body would allow. And it knocked my jaw back into place. And I was pain free for the rest of that tour. And uh, it was really cool because when I went outside to thank him was after our set and he was just in the middle of telling some people there that like, it was like him and a couple of other people saying how good of a vocalist I am or like a front man I am. So like we became fast friends after that. And uh, I just always thought that was like super cool. I vividly remember that shit. It was like really fun, really cool. Dr. Skyler. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Licensed chiropractor. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. Yeah, do you got any more uh, anecdotes? Dude, I'm sure, man, so much has, like, happened. Uh, There's the time we were doing the, uh, the the Florida run, and in the middle of the night during an overnight drive, our transmission shit the bed. Oh, no. In the bus, and, uh... So we had to, uh, Adam's a truck mechanic. And so we're like, all right, screw this. We're going to rent a van. Like we got a cargo van with no windows and we finished the rest of the tour down to, or the rest of the shows to Florida. We ditched our van in Bland, Virginia, or it was like Bland, West Virginia or something. Literally the town is named Bland. And it (laughs) looks like if you like, it's all forest, it's a small town. And so we just ditched it at a, the gas station there finished out to florida and back and then got back to our bus and found an a like a scrap yard that had an ambulance that was being decommissioned and so we took the transmission out of that and fixed our train like put in the transmission ourselves and so i had to be under the bus 
it was me and Ryan under the bus. Jeff is in the bus, like holding it up and I'm literally bench pressing it into place. <laughs> and Ryan's on, yeah, Ryan's got a beer in one hand and uh, Instagram live in the other hand and Adam's like directing us. And yeah, so we literally changed uh, transmission on the road mid tour, missed only one show in Alabama. And I, which I probably would have been murdered at anyway, because it's Alabama. <laughs> and <laughs> so we're probably better off for having missed that. And uh, yeah, and then we were good to go. And honestly, we were able, I think it, the, the cost of it, it was like $2,000 for the transmission or something ridiculous. And we had the funds, like we put up on, on Instagram and Facebook and things like that. We were like, hey, everybody, the transmission shit the bed we don't want any handouts like we will ship you merch buy what you can if yeah. you want to if you want to help out and i think within 12 hours dude we had more than two thousand dollars people from all over donated people from all over bought merch um sunny uh of hey five six immediately put in like a shitload of money and helped us out and it was crazy, man. Like that was like as stressful and it was hot, dude. Like that whole, that whole run down the East coast to Florida is just hot and muggy and we were all miserable and fighting and stuff like that, hungry and things like that. And just like raising that money and then completing the tour was like, okay, yeah, we, we got to we got something here. Like we're, we're going to do this. We're fighters. So that was cool. That's another story. Um, I think that's probably one of our best like moments as a band uh, together to like band together and actually do that and not die out in the, in the wilderness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, so what's your go-to gas station snack? Oh, geez. I don't, so I'm pretty lame. Whenever we go on tour, dude, I bring my own snacks. I have like a, my own food bag. Nice. Cause like not to be the, like I'm vegan, but like I am vegan and I, I don't, I don't know. You never know what's going to be available out there. And I'm a very anxious, panicky, paranoid person. Mm -hmm. So I always like to be overprepared whenever we leave for tour, man, however many days are on that tour, I bring, double or triple that amount of underwear and double or triple that amount of <laughs> snacks because you never know when you're going to be hungry or shit yourself. So yeah. I always, I'm always prepared for both. And so I usually bring like cliff bar protein, like the, the builder bars. Mm -hmm. Those are nice. Like they're like candy bars. Like, I don't know if you've ever had one. I've had the cliff bars before. Yeah. Yeah. Well they have a builder bar uh, and it's like chocolate coated, peanut butter uh with like rice i don't know it's like 20 grams of protein and like nice. it has a bunch of vitamins and shit i don't generally get gas station snacks i don't know uh i always just like if we're at a gas station i'll literally fill up uh a hot water container for instant ramen mm -hmm. so like i use them for 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 their boiling water so that i can <laughs> have a what we have mr noodle over here or top ramen down in the states and then, then i'll eat that but yeah i'm not i don't generally buy anything from the gas stations i i'm quite like i know that's like a thing everybody does i just mm -hmm. don't i don't know 
what's a follow-up question actually where's the best vegan donut in all of north america where have you experienced the best vegan donut oh geez oh god I mean, I, I think I'm biased because I live downtown Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, no, man, because I had a stupid good fritter from Beechwood. Yeah. Uh, where you live. And they, they had like a free donut day. And I, I, I like we were late to a gig out there. We were playing with Hellbent. Yeah. And and uh, we showed up too late and they were giving out free donuts. And I think it was like, it ended at five and we got there at 445. And so I ran over from the venue and I couldn't even tell you what venue it was, man. I remember it was like a cool, like corner building and the whole room was like, it was like inside you were playing in the corner of the room too. I think Mikado's? Yeah, I think that might've been it. Yeah, I think that might've been it. Anyway, uh, all they had was fritters when I walked in and that shit was like, they said sorry for that being the only thing they had left. And I was like, this is the best fritter I've ever had. You blessed me. Um, but Bloomers downtown, they have two locations, Queen and on Bloor. Like, that's where I take everybody. If there's a tour that comes to town and they're hanging out and or if they stay the night somewhere, I'll meet up with them the next day and I'll take them there for donuts or for food. Mm-hmm. Um, they just opened another place like a block down. It's also vegan donuts. Literally a block from Bloomers is a place called Marishinos or Marishos. I never know the name, but it's really, really good there too. They have something called a cronut there where they make oh. donuts out of... Do you know what it is? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. They, I don't, I'm pretty sure they are not allowed to have it because I'm pretty sure the cronut is a, is a licensed like like thing made really? by like a bougie ass chef yeah i'm pretty <laughs> sure it's like a thing that's a registered trademark to this one french dude who decided to make donuts out of croissant dough or something it's like super flaky dough mm-hmm. and uh you, yeah it was supposed to be something you can only get through this guy and this place has them they make them themselves and they have like london fog versions and peanut butter versions and it's just it's stupid so i end up i'll park my car up on bloor street uh near ossington and then i'll just walk to bloomers get what they have that's going good there and then i'll walk the block to the other dudes (laughs) and i'll 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 get what's going on there because they have great fritters there too they have the cronuts there and uh yeah i think i think those two are the those three beachwood machinos and uh bloomers man like i i i've never been let down by either three so i've got to say those three so does hamilton have any good donut places i've heard that they do they do they have a place called donut monster and That's i right. believe that they have vegan options but i think their vegan options are made with al- almond flour oh, okay. and th- yeah three years into being vegetarian like whenever i started that like 12 years ago I developed an allergy to almonds just like out of nowhere, which was, I don't know, the weirdest thing because I used to pop almonds, chocolate covered almonds was my shit. You know, those <laughs> kids would come to your door and be like, for a dollar, you can have chocolate covered almonds. Yeah. Help, me, help me go to space camp or some shit. And uh, I used to buy them every time. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, go to space, dude. And then I would eat the almonds. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, those like bougie French cookies. 
uh, yeah. macaroons or yeah. macaron or whatever they're called. <laughs> so those are also made out of almond flour. And I used to pop those because there is a French bakery down the street before I went full vegan and was still vegetarian. And I would go to this French bakery and uh, they had great macaroon or macarons. And uh, all of a sudden my mouth started to swell and stuff like that. And yeah, so out of nowhere, I just developed an allergy to almonds. So I can't fuck with monster, but or monsters donuts or whatever they're called. And uh, yeah, apparently it's good. Though. Apparently it's very good. So I don't know. Shout out to them. <laughs> <laughs> if cold shoulder was at the level of Metallica, you guys are selling out arenas. What's the rock star dream rider? What's in the green room waiting for you? Jesus bloomers, donuts, <laughs> uh, a giant case of water. Uh, fuck it. Some, I'm like, I guess I could get whatever I wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, throat coat tea. There's this like tea that I always have with me that I pack many packets of. Throat coat tea. Definitely ask for that. Um, vegan protein powder. Um, do the do riders come with like chefs? You, you can, can make, make one. You me? could, yeah, you could do that. I can make a chef. Yeah, you're a Metallica <laughs> level, right? Um, yeah, I would have a chef that makes me like <laughs> pasta and burgers. I would just carbo load every night and be a fat fuck. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, because that's 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 like the only downside to to touring is like uh, just like eating isn't always the. I don't know. I'm again. I keep calling myself a fat fuck. I just enjoy eating. And it's like part of my lifestyle. Everybody enjoys eating. I don't know what I'm talking about here, but (laughs) I I take it very seriously. (laughs) I take it very seriously because I like to lift and things like that. And I like being energetic on stage and that requires calories and whatever else. And um, so, yeah, man, I'd have a chef make me some bomb ass tofu scramble, make me some, some friggin' lasagna, some impossible burgers, some beyond burgers, and we'd be stacked up. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess beyond that, I'm, I'm just happy to be fed, and that's it. Yeah, I wouldn't ask for anything else. I don't know. I don't Another, drink, so a good one that I've heard that you might like is uh, take a dog for a walk. Oh, <laughs> that could be therapeutic. I've never heard of that. So they yeah. just have a random dog that needs help. So uh, like a, like a promoter's dog or someone like, yeah, just take a dog for a walk or someone. That's so sketchy (laughs) for, for the person that owns that dog. I don't know. I don't know if I'd let someone just randomly take my dog for a walk, especially somebody that's like out on the road and like, oh man, I'd do it. I'd do the fuck out of that. In this hypothetical, like you're the size of Metallica, people know who you are. Yeah, I wouldn't let Metallica walk my dog. Fuck them. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, James Lars. You're not. Yeah, you're not walking my dog. That's amazing. No way. No way. Um, I mean, I I do that. That's sick. I think that's sick. But just sick for me. Nobody else (laughs) would benefit from that. I don't even. Yeah. I would the dog even be chill with that? Yeah, I don't know. This guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Sick. I've never heard of that. That's so cool. Yeah, a vile creature had one where uh, they want uh, a, a framed picture of a local celebrity in whatever town that they're in. Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> what would we have? What would, what's a so okay? Did they come to, to St. Catharines? 
Um, yeah, I don't know what they grabbed in Zink Athens. Probably, probably like Neil Pert or someone from Rush. Oh, is oh man, that's sick. Yeah, <laughs> that's top tier. I don't even. <laughs> that's so sick. <laughs> what we have in Toronto? I guess like there's a lot of people from Toronto I'm talking shit. Drake, dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a signed photo by him. Um, who else? The dudes from I guess the dudes from Sum Forty One from Ajax. They're like celebrities to me. I used they they're like celebrities to me though. I used to see them. I used to go camping at Balsam Lake every year, like after high school. And I used to see Brown Sound. I don't even know the dude's real name. I hate calling him that. Um, <laughs> him and his wife used to be out there with their kids, and I was like two. I would like fangirl every single time. I'd never talk to them, but uh, and the dudes in Alexis on fire, and the dudes in Cancer Bats. I always see them around town. And actually, <laughs> the dude from um, the drummer of Johnny Truant still lives in Toronto. I oh, used really? to see he went, Yeah, he he lives somewhere around me because I would go to the uh, the gym in in Liberty Village um, after work some days, and he would be there all the time. And I finally got the courage to talk to him and be like you used to jump for for johnny true and didn't you and he's like from brighton or from the uk he's like oh yeah mate you you in a band or whatever and i was like yeah but we never played with you and he's like oh that's cool and then he just like walked away and i was like oh, that felt so good that's <laughs> fucking I have, great like, photos with him when he had this i have photos with him like with me and my swoop hair and him and his swoop hair and shit like that <laughs> that was cool that's yeah cool. hell yeah yeah that's true <laughs> right on so this is the last question um but it should be easy to answer what are your top five favorite artists of all time if you can't give me five you can give me three dude i could give you 35 um right off the bat john mayer i think is incredible i don't think he's put out a single bad album bad song Nice. Um, there was a period of time where he was doing something a little different where he was doing more folky stuff mm -hmm. and he started growing his hair out and wearing like a cowboy hat and looking like a real <laughs> like I think he was like wearing a duster and like a cowboy and shit <laughs> and uh, even that shit was great I think one of my favorite songs he's ever made is on that um, but it has like a long title I never remember what it's called it's like john so some something yellow submarine something i don't remember <laughs> but uh, i don't know um but yeah john mayer is definitely up there uh as my all-time favorites he is legend uh 100 they got me using my voice putting my guitar down i used to play guitar uh every day i, I never created any music myself I would learn the As I Lay Dying discography and thought I was badass as shit. And, uh, <laughs> but then when I realized I used to drive, I used to drive around my high school, pick up my friends and we would go to parties or hang out at the park. What am I talking about? I never went to parties. We would just like go to the park or go to go eat some food or something. And I would scream along to He Is Legends, I Am Hollywood. Yeah. And it got around my high school that uh, I was really good at that. And that's, when bands started coming to me asking me to join their band i'm like oh there's really something here so i that's when i started doing vocals so definitely he is legend i don't think they have a bad record uh from from their inception their first dp is incredible i am hollywood suck out the poison they don't make bad music um 
I mean, this is a touchy subject, but I think As I Lay Dying is a formative band for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot of people don't fuck with Tim anymore, but uh, dude, that new record they put out was full of slappers. It was, it was good, but ended up being a little forgettable a year in. Um, but yeah, all their records previous. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I said 35, but I guess I was talking shit. What are we at, three? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, honestly, okay. I, I think it's because they're new to me now and I've just now understood them, but I think Arc Spire from, Vancouver, from British Columbia. Oh, cool. Um, they've become one of my favorite, most interesting bands I've ever heard in my life. Those guys are so deeply talented, each and every member. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like tech tech death but like melodic tech tech death there's like no breakdowns it's all it's just if you're bored by that music i just don't think you understand music as subjective as as musical taste (laughs) is i think if anybody listens to that music and says oh this is boring i really think there's something fundamentally wrong with you because they're so interesting (laughs) in like a way i can't describe yeah and uh shout out to darren brown for really hammering them into me um that sounded perverse but like <laughs> really really showing me and showing me them and really getting me into them uh arc spire is like a new love um them geez i think alexis on fire deserves a lot of love despite um falling off for me at the uh, very end mm-hmm. uh like watch out is still a 10 out of 10 record yeah like, a still a record. I don't need to be in a particular, you know, there's certain music you need to be in a, mu- a mood for mm-hmm. uh, to listen to their, their album. Watch out is just, I, I can listen to that whenever all the time. And it's still great. Um, that's for <laughs> architects. Nice. I don't know. I've really, uh, I really, really, so I'm like, I'm like, you're going to like, I don't, I don't listen to too much hardcore despite playing in a hardcore band. I mm-hmm. mostly listen to like, like metalcore, death, deathcore, a lot of core um, <laughs> and a lot of not core, I guess. I, I don't know. I guess I don't listen to a lot of stuff. I've been listening to a lot of uh, this. I just discovered another dude, the former uh, singer slash guitarist of attack attack. I don't remember. Is it Johnny Frank? Um, he's, he's created uh, this new project called Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, I recently found him out, and that dude does not make bad music at all. Yeah. I didn't like Attack Attack, and I completely just shrugged them off completely. It wasn't for me. I wasn't going to talk shit or anything. It's just like everybody loved them. A lot of people loved them. A lot of love, people love to hate them. I wasn't going to listen to them. I didn't care. I didn't want to waste time on that. But then recently I found out about Bill Murray and oh my God, mm-hmm. that dude is talented. Yeah, He's so good. Um, And I think it is like, it's just all him doing everything. Yep. So yeah, Bill Murray, considering I've gone through the entire discography and haven't hated or disliked a single thing. Uh, I love Bill Murray. I love is gonna get me some hate. Some uh, I love me some dance, Gavin dance. Every time I bring up dance, Gavin dance, dude, <laughs> as I get people laughing at me and bullying me and shit. But dude, that band is uh, there with that uh, that dude Johnny Craig. Like back then, those first records, Downtown Battle Mountain, 
and uh, whatever I say is Royal Ocean. Those are perfect records, man. I don't know. They're don't they're know. a cool <laughs> band, right? Yeah, no, I like. I don't love that band, but like. I don't understand why people, I mean, Johnny Craig's a piece of shit, but like the, their <laughs> yeah. sound as like a whole is like, they're fucking so talented. And even the guy that they have singing now, uh, I can't think. Tillian. Yeah. Tillian. He, he like all of those people in that band, like they, they all bring something to the table and it, it might not be my uh, cup of tea, but like, if it gets put on, I, I'll be like, yeah, I fuck with this. Like, right. So like, I'm so glad because that's so rare. I think most people either really hate them or really love them. And it's so, uh, even when they put out something, they may not have put out something that's perfect or uh, put out every song that's perfect. Or, let me rephrase. They may not have put out music that's always been perfect. Mm-hmm. Like they might have a song or two that's less like, okay, this isn't for me. But you, I still have a deep appreciation for what they, how talented they are. You can hear it. Their guitarist is so good. Their drummer is so tight. They're mm-hmm. singer and they're screamer. Uh, even though the dude screaming, like the lyrics don't make sense most of the time. <laughs> I, it, he still does such a great job. I have no idea. I don't know. I wish I could sing like that, scream like that, play any instrument the way they do and sound like they've been in, they've been influenced by so many different genres. You can hear it. You can hear the jazzy stuff. You can hear the progressive stuff. You can hear the metal stuff. There's a breakdown in one of their songs that goes heavier and harder than most of the breakdowns I've ever heard. <laughs> like, it's just like, they're just, they're good at everything. They're like, uh, yeah. And that reminds me another band through the, I mean, now, they don't really, I want so they were, I think I'm like on a million tan- tangents here and I've lost the plot. The question was like, what are my all time favorite bands? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay. I was gonna say between the buried and me because for a big while there they were, but then they started, they started putting out like the parallax and things yeah. like that. And it started, it started to sound a little self like, like, I don't know, like it sounded more masturbatory rather than good music. Um, and it's just like complex for the sake of complex. And mm-hmm. they started using these circus noises and shit. <laughs> like, the, I don't know if you've heard it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Something with all these progressive bands. Uh, like Devin Townsend has done that too. I don't know if you know who that guy is. Yeah. Uh, Devin Townsend. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, a strapping young lad and, and Devin Townsend project. He, they all started using these circus noises on keyboards and shit. <laughs> and I, I don't know what the fuck that is or what, what trend that is for progressive music, but it's not for me. It's got to stop. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But between the buried to me, like from Alaska to colors to mm-hmm. just like that, I, I don't think I'd be listening to anything except for like, I don't know. Maybe I'd be only listening to hardcore if, if it weren't for music like that. Like, it's just so interesting and so different. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody else sounds like those, like, like between the buried and me did back then. Um, yeah. Jeez. I, I feel like I <laughs> just talk my ass out. Hey, <laughs> like, it's, all, it's what it's all about. It's all the, like, that's what we're talking about music for. It's a, that's why we're here. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm actually cheating. I'm looking at my phone. Okay. <laughs> at, at my actual playlist of, of music that I've kept. Uh, Copeland. Uh, I don't think I've heard of him. You know who Copeland is? 
they're a band from like god they must have started early 2000s their lead singer is aaron marsh and he's done work with uh under oath and uh i think there was a band called aiden or something like that uh but yeah everything copeland has done has been perfect uh they have a record called uh you are my sunshine uh from 2008 that uh literally cover to cover is perfect it's the deeply depressing music mm-hmm. um i don't know this dude is just really good at making me sad and i really appreciate it <laughs> uh trying to think here gojira is an incredible band Meshuga. they're sick Meshuga. i always Meshuga and gojira while they don't sound the same in any way shape or form I always think of them as like, you know how everybody has like their big, the big four is like Metallica, Slayer. The, it, to me, it's it's like, to me, it's Mastodon, Meshuga, Gojira. And uh, I don't remember what I used to say. I used to say this like right out of high school. I used to say like, those are the big bands to me. Because I, I, I'm admitting something that's going to get me uh, more shit that's going to get me hate. Um I don't really like Metallica. I don't really like Megadeth. And I, I like Slayer. I love Slayer, actually. Nice. But I, the the big four or big three, whatever it is, I don't really like their music. And uh, I get shit on a lot for it. I appreciate what they've done. I appreciate that a lot of the shit they do is very fucking cool. Mm-hmm. But I never, I've never gone and sat down and listened to like Metallica. I don't like it. I, I don't know. Zero, like the fucking James Henfield <laughs> shit. I don't know. It's just not for me. So like Gojira has never made a bad song. Miss Sugar makes the most mind bending music that's just so groovy. And they spawned an entire cringy ass subgenre, uh, gent. And some of Gent is like really cool. Yeah. But a lot of it's really anus. <laughs> and <laughs> I just appreciate and love them. They're they still put out great music. And um and Mastodon. Mastodon is perfect. Yeah. It's a perfect band. That is that is a metal band that is just beautiful. And you know when a Mastodon song is on, you know <laughs> it's Mastodon. Like yeah. you know it's them. Um God, uh, I'm just going to keep going down my list, man. Uh, you got to stop me because I'm not going to stop. I'm we'll stop. We'll stop there. We'll, we can stop yeah, okay, there. Cool. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll end it there. Uh, thank you, Mike, for taking the time to do this with me. Uh, where can all Absolutely, the... dude. Anytime. Where can all the listeners find all the social medias? And if there's anything else you have left to plug or give a shout outs to, now would be your time. Uh, you can find me Uh I think I'm M Parsram, so M and then my last name on all my socials, which is like Instagram and Twitter. You can find my band, Cold Shoulder T.O. Um, on Instagram and Twitter. Heartless T.O., Instagram and Twitter. Uh, look up Street Justice. Look out for Wish You Death coming soon. Uh, Primal Fury by Cold Shoulder is coming out hopefully by the end of this year if not very beginning of next year so like Mm -hmm. january um yeah that's those are those are my plugs those are that's me (laughs) right on right on cool so we're gonna end the show with bitter by cold shoulder take it easy mike yeah yeah later dude thank you thanks for having me 
Folks, that was my conversation with Mike Parsram of Cold Shoulder. We had a great conversation. Thank you for tuning in today. We got the show started off with Brain Dead by Cold Shoulder. In the middle there, I played Mike's old band, Heartless, with their song Atlas. And we ended that with Bitter by Cold Shoulder. That was a great tune. Very, very much looking forward to the new record. Can't wait to hear it. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Rate and review, following us on Instagram. If you want to be a part of the show in any way, reach out to me. I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. But uh, if, you, if you're having a hard time, banecdotes at gmail.com. Hit me up there. All right, folks, I'm getting out of here. You know how it is. Take it easy, folks. <laughs>